everybody and welcome to another episode of this marketing thing. Super pumped to talk about today's episode. Today we're talking about inflation. Now this has been worrying me for over a year. Today it's starting to rear its reary head. See you guys on the other side. Have you ever stopped to wonder? How on earth do people like us that were raised to go get a job after school just to realise that being at the mercy of some big company isn't for us? For us, for us. Market and build our own businesses so we get to choose our own destinies? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. Join me as I discover, learn, and share the latest marketing secrets and strategies to help grow your online business. My name's Kyle Macker, and welcome to this marketing thing. thing, 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 thing. So, guys, before we get into talking about inflation, I just want to fill you in into how inflation come under my radar. Now, I haven't spoken about this a lot, but I've been investing in the stock market, in businesses, I like to say, since 2015. Now, my investment style is very sort of value investing, slow but steady investing. It's not sort of try and trade on the momentum to buy a lower price and sell at a higher price. I don't do that. And I buy good companies at discounts to what I believe they're worth, and I will hold them for long periods of time. Now, it's Warren Buffett sort of style investing. Now, I've been doing this since 2015, and this is the real thing that sort of kicked me off on business and wealth creation when I started learning about this sort of stuff. And I do what I do, and I go in and I research quite heavily into how invest. And I can remember back in the early days, if you told me or asked me what an earnings multiple was or anything like that, I wouldn't have had a clue. So I went and did the research and I spent a lot of time researching this sort of stuff and it's been very close to my heart ever since. And I invest in businesses when I can get them at a discount. Now, last year presented some really good opportunities, I believe, to buy businesses at a discount to their intrinsic value. So I bought some of those businesses and I have a portfolio of those businesses and I've been holding them. Now, I didn't expect for them to do as well as they have done because I thought it would take a lot longer. But the market has really run away. And what's worrying me... And what worried me then is how much money governments were tipping into the economy. And we're leading into this situation that we're going to have inflation as a little bit of a problem. And there's a lot of analysts and a lot of people in markets that are a little bit worried about it. So why is everyone worried about inflation? Well, last Wednesday, the figures were out in the US and the inflation rate jumped to a 13-year high. Now, it was up 4.2% year on year, and it was way higher than what analysts were expecting. So this presents a little bit of questions or concern in that, are the lofty valuations in the stock market supported? And then secondly, will governments around the world be forced to raise interest rates to combat this inflation? Now, I watched the AGM, from the Berkshire Hathaway annual general meeting the other day, or snippets of it, 
and a question was asked about inflation. Now, it was really the question that I was hoping was going to get asked, and it was. And Warren Buffett spoke about it in the businesses that they hold, and he used the words red hot. Now, that gave me a little bit of concern. He spoke about timber prices and steel prices and what it's looking like in his businesses. So that was a little bit alarming. And he said they are passing those price rises onto the customer and the customer just keeps paying them. Now, what that says to me is the economy is red hot and there's going to be an inflation problem. So what I think we need to do first is is just cover and basically understand what is inflation. Now, inflation is the decline of the purchasing power of a currency over time. And what that translates into is increased prices for everything. Now, that happens because everything's got a certain value and that more money or higher prices needs to go into that asset, right? So I remember when I was a kid, I used to ride my push bike up to the local shop and I'd go up and I'd get these frogs, these red frogs, and I loved them. Now, they used to be five cents a frog. Now, due to inflation, that frog isn't five cents anymore. It's worth 90% more because I've done the calculation here. Now, that's not a great example on a five cent frog, but when you start looking at figures like a thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand or a million dollars, those figures get quite large. Now, what you've got to remember is that you don't get more money, it decreases the opposite way. So if you look at a dollar back in 1913, that'd be worth $26 today. So your $1 today is worth way less than it is back then. So it's the decrease in purchasing power over time. Now, another way to look at it might be on the surface, it might look like you have more money in your bank account. Now, I might be assuming here, but I might have more money in my bank account than my great-great-grandparents did, but that doesn't necessarily translate to more wealth because the purchasing power of those dollars in my bank account have been greatly reduced. Now, one of the root causes of inflation is the creation of currency. Now, over the past year since COVID hit, governments and reserve banks all around the world have been doing a lot of creating currency, trillions and trillions of dollars. So this is the reason everyone's a little bit spooked about inflation. Now, I personally believe that governments went too far this time. I mean, they tipped an unprecedented amount of money into the economy. And the Biden government in the US is still doing it through monetary and fiscal policy. I mean, it's just too much. I think they're setting themselves up for a big inflation problem. Now, back in the 1970s, they had an inflation problem in the US and it peaked in March of 1980 at 14.8%. That is insane. Now, Paul Vocker, the Fed chair, he fixed the problem. He got it back to 3% in 1983. But guess what he had to do to do it? He had to increase the federal funds rate to 20%. So 
that's the rate that the Fed puts out at 20%, then the banks would put their bid on top. So can you imagine the effect of your loans if interest rates went to 20%? Holy crap. And that's why there was a recession from 1980 to 1982. Because who's going to borrow at 20%? And that's the exact point of raising interest rates. Because when there's less credit available, spending decreases, prices drop, therefore inflation slows. But can you imagine 20% interest rates? I mean, that's insane. But then imagine what asset prices do. Because asset prices act like gravity to interest rates. When interest rates are high, asset prices fall. And when interest rates are low, like they are at the moment, asset prices are high. And asset prices are high at the moment. But the hangover from this is going to be a nasty one. Because if inflation rises... They've got no other choice but to raise interest rates. Now, that's the most popular method that they can use to control inflation. It's not the only one. Now, if you'd like to find out the other methods that governments use, I've made a free report, and you can get your free report at inflationstorm.com, where it discusses all of this and how to best prepare for inflation in your business. But the reason they can't let it get too high is because prices have to rise too much. So, I mean, one month you might be paying $5 for a loaf of bread, then the next you're paying $7.50 for a loaf of bread. It just keeps going and going and going. Now, if they don't control it, what you can have is a situation in which they call hyperinflation. Now, the definition of hyperinflation is when Prices increase more than 50% per month. Now, you might be thinking that is totally unrealistic. And look, I would probably tend to agree with you, but it's already happened in countries like China, Germany, Russia, Hungary, and the latest one, Argentina. So it does happen. And look, I'm not saying it's going to happen here. I'm not. But what if inflation gets to 7, 8%? 10%, 15%, like back in 1970s. So it can happen and they will raise interest rates and they will have to control it one way or the other. So what's this mean for you as a business owner? Well, firstly, it means that you can't sit on your hands. You can't just bury your head in the sand and hope this goes away because I believe it's not going to. So the first thing to do is get prepared on this. Now, one of the strategies that you can do is you can do what Warren Buffett and his businesses are doing at the moment, is they're passing the inflation price rises onto the customers. Now, at the moment, the customers are paying for it, but there's going to come a time where the big guys raise their prices to combat inflation, but they won't raise them as much as you have to, to stay profitable. And it comes back to that same old thing. When you're competing on commodity-based products, the second lowest price competitor in town doesn't win. So I spoke about this a couple of episodes ago, episode 45 it was, 
about creating offers instead of commodity-based products and services. Now, this isn't the only strategy we can use as small business owners to combat inflation. Now, what I've done is I've created a free report all about inflation and what you should do in your business to prepare for inflation and increasing interest rates. So if you'd like to head over to inflationstorm.com and get your free reports, that's inflationstorm.com, and you will see there's different mitigating strategies that you can use to help your business prepare for increased inflation in the future to come. So anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this chat on inflation. I truly believe it's going to be a problem in the coming future. So go out, do your own little bit of research. But one thing is not to do. Don't bury your head in the sand about this. As small business owners, we've got to be smarter and more agile. And in this new digital age, we can be. See you guys next week. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, see you later.